Hey guys, my name is Craig Clark and welcome to the Driven Podcast. I'm here as a life coach and motivational speaker and I will be using my special tool set to transform your life every Wednesday. You can find me on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Apple Podcasts, Pocket Cast, and Radio Public. I'll be giving you hints and tips as well as doing interviews to give you guys the best info to take your life to the next level. So if you're walking, working, driving or listening as you relax, please, please, please enjoy. So as you can tell by the title, I'm here to talk about Tron Legacy. And the thing is with this film, I can't help it. I've watched this film probably, I don't know, loads of times. I couldn't even tell you how many. But um, it's one of my favourite films. It's not a perfect film. Uh, It's got an amazing soundtrack. The film looks absolutely amazing as well. The design of it, the everything, I think it all just holds together. And I think it really does stand the test of time. There's... Nothing I really can complain about within. Obviously, you probably want more of a solid story structure if you're looking at that. It could have been a bit more action-packed. But coming off the original Tron, which I don't know if I'll get to, I'll probably get to at one point, it's an absolute improvement. So I can't really um, I can't really complain about it because at the end of the day, you're looking at the old one, it, Obviously, the graphics have aged with time and stuff like that. But with this one, it it just looks absolutely beautiful. The fact that when I watch it in like SHD, super high definition, it looks absolutely amazing if you've got the 3D part of it as well. The film, it just looks so clean. It's one of the cleanest looking films I've ever seen. And that's because it's based in a world that isn't real as well. So you've got that to contend with, with it actually looking so like amazing and real and I don't know, clean. I don't know how else to put it. It just looks really clean. It's a clean looking film. And so looking at this, you know that this film is, it's just a marvel to watch. I love watching it. Um, and every now and again, if I'm getting them sick days or something, I'll sit there and I'll watch it. Or on the odd chance that I want something on in the background while I'm doing something else, then I might have that on every now and again. So, you know, everybody has them kind of films that they, they have. They don't want to pay attention to, but it's on in the background. Or you, you might want to just look at it or watch it and just, I don't know. That's me, though. I'm, I'm, I'm like that with films. But the film is starring Jeff Bridges, who's, who was in the original one. You've got Olivia Wilde who I can't really tell. She's in Westworld, if I believe, if I'm not wrong. Um, I might be wrong. You've got Garrett Hedlund, who oh, I just remember him as Achilles cousin in, um, oh, what's that film called? I forgot, with the Trojans. I forgot, you know, you guys know, with Brad Pitt. Um, For some reason, that film has just left my head. That's amazing. Anyway, and Michael Sheen's in it too. You've got one or two other people, but they're not really big stars per se. But you've also got the director who is Joseph Kaczynski. Now, I've only heard his name a couple of times, especially now, uh, because he's he's basically directed Oblivion, which, if you remember, that came out with Tom Cruise. I was going to say Tom Jones there for a minute, with Tom Cruise. And he also ty- directed Top Gun Maverick, which 
new film out. It's supposed to be really good. I haven't seen it. It's a film I do actually want to see. I know I'm probably way behind at the times, but I've got other things going on as well, which you'll hear about soon as well. But I'm watching this film. I know I'm transported back to my childhood with, with Tron as well, because I really, really liked the Tron movies when I was younger. A bit jarring and like, you're looking at it and seeing that somebody's gone into a computer, but I would actually give a quick breakdown. And this is off the top of my head. So I didn't actually write notes for this part here, which means I'm not prepared as I should be, but that's just me. But the film starts out with, so it's come after the original Tron where Kevin Flynn has gone into the, the grid, which is his program that he made or that is set up within a certain structure of company. And he's he's being transported into the grid because there's a master system. This is going back to the first Tron, actually. So I'm talking about that. There's the master system that needed to be stopped because it was uh, the person, Mr. Dillinger, was taking all the praise for computer games and programs that Kevin Flynn had made. So the master computer took him into the computer and then they had a... Well, he destroyed the master computer, came out, and um, he was able to claim back all his uh, programs and the stuff that he made and the video games that he made. We move on to this one. And because Kevin Flynn has was able to go into the master computer or into the system, which is the grid, and come out, he manages to find his way back in there create this new world for himself and so he was he in going back through to this to this world he created somebody called clue and he brought in tron who was the protector of the old system he brought this new brought him into the new system which is the grid and they were able to create this world but within that what happened was uh tron no not tron it's clue who is there to create a perfect system with the ideals. So Kevin Flynn made Clue from himself, from all the ideals that he had for himself, from making stuff perfect and making the perfect system. And so with this carrying through with Clue, Clue at one point when the system automatically made its own type of people or its own type of programs, Clue wasn't happy with this and saw this as an imperfection within the system. And as Kevin Flynn was amazed by this and saw the possibilities that may come out of this, he accepted these new, um, I don't know what they call them. I've just mentioned the name of them, but these new people that came into the system that was created within the system itself by itself. He was accepting of this and wanted to find out what they were about. But Clue, who was there to make a perfect system, didn't see this as the way forward. So he started a coup. Now, this kept, kept because of the coup that was create, made by Clue, matching the words there, um, this caused for Kevin Flynn to lose power and not be able to come out of the system that we, he created. And so this led to him leaving a son behind who had to grow up without a dad and to go on with his life. At some point, Clue sends out a message um, which goes to the other creator, which is, I can't remember his name now, who the person who created Tron. 
And he was, his name's Alan, but he was able to pass the message on to his son because he got a message through his pager. <laughs> Imagine he's still had a pager in this day and age. I should have tried and find myself a pager actually. But he was able to send this, give this message to his son. His son went to the arcade to find out amazing music at that point, actually. Let me remind you that. Um, but he was able to go back, go back to the arcade, find where this uh, computer that his dad had and was transported into the system like his dad was. And from there, it's a race against time for him to get out of the system with his father, without Clue, who wants to escape out of the system and into the real world to correct the system of the real world so that it's running at its full capability in a perfect way. He, they stopped him, They have to stop him from doing this. And by doing this, he also has to find out a lot about himself and about his father, how his father was trapped in there and stuff like that. But by the end of it, they managed to do this stop clue and um, escape out of the system. Now, just looking at just the themes by itself, you look at there's so much going on within this and it's very much about somebody who's looking, as, as you know, it's called Tron Legacy and the legacy that is left is for his son, Sam, um, Kevin's son, Sam, to continue the legacy that he'd left behind because Sam looks at this in the film and sees that in actual fact, this is something that you've created and it's amazing. Why am I not a part of this? And it's only because he grew up without his father there. And we start the film with a relationship between the father and the son. And it's one of the most important relationships that we could ever have on earth. And I know that not a lot of some, there's a lot of people that out there that don't grow up with their father in their life. Don't grow up, grow up with a father in the home. Is even a a somebody just to model your life after or model like your future person after? You know what I mean? You, just having that in your life is an important thing. So I don't know the suffering of that, although I've seen the effects of that on other people. And so looking at some of the insights from what we see in the film, we know that Sam Flynn has grown up in a way that he's not. He's not all like, he's not the good goody goody boy, you know, which, all right, I'm not the goody goody boy, but I'm not the bad, bad guy either. I'm not that guy that like takes a lot of risks in certain things or takes a lot of, um, I say physical risks more than like other risks. And so you'll see that like children who grow up without a father and this is just going off like not just people that I know, but also these are also from statistics. So Basically, if somebody's not there, there's no like as a father to guide a child, then they have difficulty dealing with difficult situations. You know, they 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 don't have this person there to teach them about self-control. Um, if I have a child or children are less like they're they're more aggressive to they you know what I mean? They're more aggressive when they're boys and they're more negative when they're girls. If they don't grow up with a father, they have like, like less self-confidence, you know, and somebody that grows up with a father is free to explore the world. And they feel that they're able to do that because, you know, they've got somebody in their corner to back them up sometimes, you know what I mean? So there's a lot of things that 
really that they need to have their self-worth is like goes through the floor so at certain times because they don't know how to value what they have in them with like their father teaches them how to take those risks or to do certain things you know what to just come outside of yourself don't be so shelled in you know you've got to go and do certain things to make yourself better i watched um a clip of john wayne the other day and i tell me you probably watched this and seen it yourself where this little boy says you know what i can't swim and so like he picks up the boy and throws him in the water and then the boy starts swimming to the other side and tells him how to do it listen just pull with your hands kick with your feet and get to the other side and so there's that tough love that a father normally gives to a child whereas a mother won't necessarily see that because they just look they just want to I want to say in a in a good way they just want to protect the child because there's a there's a way I want to say it there's a it just wants to protect the child especially if it's a boy child but they're not going to learn how to go and make life like that you have to go and get burn your hands you know and so if you don't do this stuff if you don't go out there you don't burn your hands if you're if you're coddled from life in a certain way then you're never going to be the full the fullest that you can be as a person you know um i remember even myself although i grew up with a father with my dad he wasn't there all the time and there's certain things he wasn't able to do with me that's no like i'm not trying to say bad on my dad i'm just saying that the the way he and we'll go into some of these subjects anyway later on is that he was very busy doing his own things and so my mom as usual she has to raise me in a certain way and so there came a time where I just wanted to just get out and just do my own thing and burn my hands. You know, I wanted to do those things. So it, 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 I had to learn those life lessons pretty much not with my, with my dad in the corner somewhere. He was able to tell me certain things and say, in actual fact, son, you need to do this. You need to be, he was able to do that, but I had to go out and burn my hands. And that was something I gave to myself in order to make sure I get the discipline, in order to make sure I correct whatever stupid thoughts I may have had about different things at a certain time, I made sure I went out and learned. So these are the things that like, we need to make sure we have a father in our life, um, or even if it's a father figure. And if you're a person out there who has a child, you need to make sure you look after your child, be in that, be present. Even if you're, you're not with the mother of that, of that child, you need to be ever present. I like the way um, Marla, was it Marla? Not Marlon Waynes. Who's the one that did, I'm going to get you suck out. I can't remember. One of the Wayne brothers. He said as soon as his, um, he, him and his missus, he broke up and he's got children. He lived literally round the corner. He lived, like he said, he bought the house literally next door so that the child could be. And that's one of the things you can never cuss Kanye because Kanye is there. He bought the house across the road from it. That's it. That's the kind of thing. Be there, be present for your child. You know what I mean? So that's one of the things you have to really, really get your hand, hand head around. You can tell like in the film that when Kevin Flynn goes, disappear, goes and disappears, that Sam is really like, he has this layer of hurt that you see within the film, but it's very easily broke down because he's able to find out why his dad wasn't there. You know, and I guess that probably Sam had some difficult times. And so you can see this reflected in his character. I'm not saying that the character development was the amazing, but I'm just saying that 
within the film you can you get this you can understand it you don't have to it doesn't have to be spelled out to you you can see that he needed his father there and so he still got a little bit hurt and because he was able to see that the world that his dad had made he was able to understand that you know what his dad came and he, number one he accomplished and did something great number two he was trapped he was trapped in doing this and as we grow older we kind of understand the things that our parents go through and so we're able to see that in actual fact our parents couldn't have done this for us because of this this and this situation maybe they had to work a bit harder maybe they had their own demons to fight as well so it kind of like shed some light when you see sam going through these things he he's able to understand you know and you see even in this you see that he's able to go into um the building where that his dad used to work in her own he was able to go and do something that his dad said needed to be done which he said that you're not this os system was supposed to be for free forever you know for people to use and so this is what he's looking at again and saying in actual fact this is supposed to be free for people so he broke into the place and he was able to um make the os system free for everybody to use you know so you see that within this i i believe that within the film itself you've seen Killian Murphy is not a small actor he's a big actor and I believe he was supposed to be in the next ver in the next um I would say episode <laughs> but the next Tron movie and uh, because it would have been like the legacy of Mr Dillinger from the past and then his son's there and there was something being talked about about um some kind of deal that was going on in the background that they kept mentioning and I believe it would have been from Dillinger, the son Dillinger, who his dad stole all the ideas from Kevin Flynn and stuff like that. So there would have been like a legacy versus legacy. This is what I would have seen anyway, because there was something going on. It would have probably been a legacy war, something of that effect. But like due to the underperformance of the film, this we didn't get this, but this would have been really, really amazing to see because... Killian Murphy's like an amazing actor anyway. Um, so we see the difference of how Tron looks or the the world of Tron, say, let's just say um, the grid looked in the first film to now. And this means that Clue has done a good job building like this world that we see. And so because he's been hard at work, this he's like the younger version of Kevin now and all the things that he had in his life, all the thoughts and all the the passion and drive to go out and do these things. I believe that probably Kevin would have done this, but he created him. So how many times have I been like in a certain situation where I said, I wish there was two of me because I would do so much more. I would do this, I'll do that, I'll do that and things will get done. But there's not two of me. So Kevin actually got to do this. And so doing this, like it's that it's to show even in, in this upcoming, what I'm going to be talking about, there's there's so much that he goes through and he does that he was able to accomplish because he was able to double himself. And then you see that when Sam comes into the grid and he has to do that frisbee thing, I, I can't remember what it's called now. After the amount of times I've watched this film and I still can't remember little things when I'm recording, but hey, that's a part of recording, I guess. But when he had to do that, the the light battle with the 
with the discs, the disc battle. He after that he has to go and he loses to Tron, who was actually called Grinsley at the time. He goes and sees Clue, and Clue then tells him, "You're natural fat. I'm not your father." Because at the, you, you saw before that that Sam was so disappointed with the way he thought his father was treating him because Clue looks exactly like his dad, but the younger version. And so he was so disappointed with how he was treated. He, it's like, he, he really like, it bit against him. It went against him a lot. And so Sam was able to say, in actual fact, this is how you treat me as your son. After you haven't seen me in so many years, this is how you treat me. And so you see that Sam, yes, he is affected by the missing like link with his dad but yet when you see him again he sees his father in the end like in the middle of the film when he actually gets to his father he's actually very very pleased to see him and he's very like appreciative of it and you can see the emotion that runs through his face when he sees his dad for the first time his actual dad and he sees how much he cares for his dad even though he's got this slight bitterness but once his dad is able to explain to him and he sees why then he's actually like, in actual fact, okay, this is cool. Let's work together. We're on the same team. And so all those feelings that probably of resentment has gone away. Clue is like the younger version of Kevin Flynn who wants the perfection. He wants control. He wants order. And these are the things he's fighting for. And so when you see that, these, like, if I'm looking at myself when I was younger, <laughs> like, I probably wanted certain things that if I look back on myself now, I'd be like, yo, Craig, uh, you're, 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 I didn't want the same things I'm looking back I'm looking at myself And I'm like Now the things that I want now Totally different Than the things I wanted back In the day And that's just growth Everybody goes through this growth period Where they grow past themselves The the things that you wanted back in the day The things that Even to, that I wanted Like three or four or five years ago Different today A lot different today Things have changed within the world But I have changed and in a like in a way we have to just get used to this we have to know that we're not the same as we were even yesterday there's things that change a little bit at a time and if you know this then you know that if you change yourself a little bit at a time you can get better you can perfect yourself you can you don't have to do all at once I remember back in the day I used to think that you know what three years in college and then another three years in university and then another three years for my um another couple years for my my you know what I mean dude getting all these degrees and stuff it it felt like oh my gosh it's a waste of time why why isn't there a way I can go but you have to go through it by doing it just a little bit at a time just a little one two things at a time and you get it done and so we see at where Kevin probably wanted perfection in the beginning, but nothing's perfect. The world is not per perfect. It's not run in a perfect way. You know what I mean? So when we hear this, we know I'm, I'm thinking about um, the Matrix when the, when Neo, no, sorry, when they're explaining that in actual fact, they tried to make a perfect program for people to live in. But in actual fact, this caused like disharmony. People didn't believe it. You have to have 
the the mixture of pleasure and pain you can't have everything go your way you have to have like the pleasure and pain so you have to have the good with the bad the dark with the light you're never going to know about light if it's light all the time you're going to know about the light when it's dark when it's dark you appreciate the light you know when you hurt you you appreciate those times when you know you felt no hurt or you were um, appreciated or you appreciated certain things you know so without certain things opposite you're never going to appreciate the good and this is the way life is and this that's just the way things are set up that's just the way things are and so we see this that kevin didn't know this at a time but clue is the reflection of kevin and so we know that clue does not know this it doesn't get it but as you see like kevin has grown up and like Kevin Flynn has grown up and he's become this person. Kevin is now the creator in his in his own reality. Let's just put it that way that he's created. He's created his own reality. You know, so it, it it's really it's weird to see, you know. Um but we see that also Sam is very impulsive like his dad back in the past, but he's not his dad. But he's nothing like Clue. You know, he's nothing like Clue. Clue was created for the right like, for a purpose where Sam was born to find his purpose and live. He goes to show that no matter what you do, you will always be different, but the same as your parents. I see this with like um, the example of my older brother. My older brother, I remember um, there was a time where he was goofing around and he didn't grow up exactly with my dad. And so he, he did at one point and then certain things happened. He didn't grow up with my dad. But my older brother, he was there, he was goofing, we were all goofing around and that. And he started to sing this song exactly the way my dad would sing it. It's not even like it was a proper song, it's something he made up on the spot. But my dad would make up certain things like this on the spot, just like that. My dad looks so, like my, my brother and my dad look like so much the same. It's amazing to see. But you have to remember that. There's a part of my older brother that's just like my dad, but there's a part of my brother that like he looks, he, he acts, he behaves like my dad in a certain way as well. And certain things he doesn't looks and moves, he just like my dad. He never grew up with my dad like that. But they're just the same, and it's amazing to see. You know, it, it's it's these things that you start to realize and um you, you think about within this film that you're like, yo, if there's deeper levels, and that's why I like exploring films. That's why I've been stuck on films for a bit with you guys. Don't worry, I'll go into other things like songs and like of people who create music and creators of I'm gonna do all of that, but I'm stuck on film for a bit. I may stay on film because there's so many films out there, but there's so many other people that I'm interested in as well to talk about. But I'm stuck on films for a bit, but I'll carry on, I digress. Um, so you see that Kevin is the creator in his own system. And so the people look at him in the system as like a god, which makes Sam like the son, like a, a demigod even. But we have this, I, I, I look at this because I'm very intrigued by like Greek pantheon. Don't get me wrong, I know they're not real. I'm just intrigued by the stories that they tell. And even you get a little bit of that within like this story with Zeus. But Zeus is not really the Zeus that you'd want to see. He's a 
a name. He's just a name for somebody who does something. He's able to get people to to certain places or give them bits of information. Somebody that has a bit of information, they call him Zeus. And this is what it's about. You see that people who have information are treated like a god. So it's best you bone up on your information, get your information into your system. Um, and even this, you see that like in this film, like what? Kevin was able to accomplish with the time he had in there was amazing. Like accomplishment is one thing, but the time you have with your loved ones is another. And this is the deeper crux of the film that we're going to explore even now. You know, we we want to go out and make money. We have to go out there. We have to go and make money. We've got our own desires. We've got our own things that we want to collect and get over time that we spend just working towards a certain goal but you have to live in this real world you know kevin had the opportunity number one so these are the two big things he had to go into a computer where and do so much things in such little time so because he went into the computer like he could spend days in there and come out and that would be a few minutes or a few hours or whatever it is so imagine having that that's amazing if we could do that will get so much more done and number two he's able to replicate himself so these are the things he had but he was able to use his imagine he still had all that he did all that but yet at the same time he was missing time with people and stuff he loved whereas at the beginning you saw that okay he wasn't missing that much time because he was able to do that you know and it's something about getting carried away with your work you know it's that kind of thing so it's somebody that's trying to chase perfection and getting carried away with his work because he was able to create somebody who was just like him, who was imitating what he did. This reminds me, like, just this part of the story, it reminds me of um, the story that DMX told on Drink Champs about him chasing a butterfly, capturing the butterfly. The butterfly dies. He, was, he killed a whole bunch of roses and flowers in the, in the thing it, in a garden at the same time. This is like the same with life. If you want to have the beauty of life, like your family and stuff, you have to work. You have to work for your money. But at the same time, you can't just live with you, just spend all this time with your family because you won't make money. But then if you spend all the time with making money, you're not going to have that thing with your family. You can't like you can't have your cake and eat it in that kind of thing. But it's a lot to do with balancing your life. And how you balance your life is a good thing. And when, when people talk about work-life balance, it's true. You do need to have it. But for everybody, it's different. And I would say this because of an experience I had with um, a few people that I've coached. And this experience, it, it taught me not to coach what people told me to coach. It taught me how to, in actual fact, to deal with the coaching in a different level. Now, I'll explain to you. So there's seven life areas we need to consider there's your recreational life there's your financial life there's a physical life your social life your relationship life your family life and your spiritual life now for me i'm more of an introvert yeah which means i have more of a relationship life so that's me and the missus a family life my spiritual life those three things are probably on top things yeah so like i said you said it's my I've written it down, my family life, my spiritual life and my relationship life. Those are like my top three.
yeah next would be my financial life is cool my recreational life is cool and my physical life is like cool yeah those are my mid my last would be my like my very low 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 would probably be my social life my social life like it's I, I don't really have one and it's not because I don't want a social life my social life is around my family and very few close friends and I don't do it all the time and that's not to say that like I need to go out and improve my my social life at one time I had nothing but a social life you know and like everything else was suffering I didn't have much of a family life my spiritual life was down you know even I had you know what I mean at one point that was that point in my life so I'm going back to think about like my one like a few people that I've coached and if I'm thinking about one that in particular there's someone who he had a high financial life his physical life was at top peak and his social life but imagine he was age 21 so his the low points in his life was his family life his relationship life and his spiritual life you know these things were like were lacking but what can you say to somebody at 21 who's always working yeah he's got like he's very well off yeah so his financial life was cool he was always in the gym you know he had and he, with his friends and whatever night always in the gym and then he's socially he's out there just experiencing things he doesn't want a relationship he's not thinking about his his spiritual life that way and he like he's out there recreationally doing things you know this this person is actually doing all the stuff that he needs to be doing at this point in his life so at different points people are to have different things within their life that they need to hold on to and they're that's what they have and that's what's going to make them happy not to say that they shouldn't start thinking about certain things yeah and you you shouldn't you, you need to try and build every area of your life no you don't need to you just need to make sure you check off certain things on your list and say okay i speak with my mom and dad cool my family life's cool or i'm cool with like like if you got a wife or whatever you know cool that might be the most important thing in your life your relationship, you know what I mean, that you're having. And then some people like they're more engaged in the spiritual life. So my spiritual life is, is important to me. So I'll be on that. Some people, they need to get away and cut away from things. So their recreational life is off the chart. But with everything, if you've got one thing that outbalances everything, then you need to look. You need to have a closer look at what you do, what you're doing with your life. So you you see this like in, in the film, you see that Kevin Flynn's work-life balance wasn't the best, you know. And so he was spending, it was the best, it was the best thing he could have actually was spending more time and not having to spend more time. And then at the same time, he's, um, he was able to do things to make his work go faster. So he recreate, created somebody to, to do this for him, but it bit him in the, bit him in the bum. You know, um, but we all grow from our old ambitions into new ones with new realities and things that we need to have. So there's no point staying in that same position where you're going to be gunning and aiming for this one thing in your life or, or that you are going to change. The more knowledge you get is the more you're going to change, the more you experience things is the more you change. I mean, if you look at like the old you, so imagine if you're, if you met your old, 
you met your old self. Your old self would be cussing you for some of the things you're doing right now because like you're not being true to that thing that you had probably when you was younger because you've developed, you've become something different, you've become something new, you've become something that you needed to be in order to accomplish or get to a certain goal or, you know what I mean? You can't stay with the same mindset as you were when you were like 18. You have to grow up and that's called having a flexible or growth mindset. If you have a growth mindset, you you flex. If you have a fixed mindset, then you know what? You're never going to change. You're going to be a certain way. You're probably like, I know a friend, I've got a friend who is constantly gone in and out of prison. Somebody I grew up with, somebody very close to me and he's gone in and out, in and out, in and out of prison because he's got a fixed mindset and he's not changed. He's got things and emotional things that he's going through. Yes, but there's another side of him that he doesn't want to change because he thinks this is cool. This is all right. He doesn't have a lot. Like when he comes out of prison, he goes out, he makes a lot of money. He comes... And then at a certain point, he gets arrested. He's back in prison for two, three, five, six years. I haven't heard from him in a minute, actually. I'm going to check on him and see if he's actually okay. But I'm just saying that like, these are the things. When you see like Clue, this is like this is what I'm trying to say. So Clue looks at the life of Sam and said he's disappointed because he expected more. And this is probably what Kevin would have said. But when actually Kevin looks at his life, he's like, okay, he was a bit disappointed, but he was happy to see his son. And we find here that because of the way Kevin had made Clue, he's been trapped in his own creation. So it leads to so many questions of how far will we get with like AI, AI let's just say. Will we get to like the Matrix stage or Skynet? <laughs> where the machines turn on us like Ultron you know what I mean <laughs> it's like I've mixed up three different films there in one thing proud of myself that's good um, I know we ain't quite we're not quite there yet but you know at some point it may be we're nowhere close to that yet but at some point it may be that we actually enter into that it's like Albert Einstein said he said like imagination is a preview of life's upcoming attractions so imagine all those things we've seen in like Star Wars Star Trek um, all these things, even like, this takes Star Trek actually, like, he had that flip thing that he used to talk to, and at that time, nobody would ever thought that this would be something that we'd actually do, but if you look at our mobile phones and tablets now, they've been in films for years, prior to us, like, even having those things, having that Motorola flip, like, Star Trek, you know what I mean, but I'm just saying, like, we, like, we, the things we think about and imagine is something that, like, we can get and that's why like you said the saying that somebody says that if you can see it in your mind you can have it hold it in your hand it's true it's so true if you can imagine it you can have it you know what i mean and it going back to that whole thing though that the things that we we long for sometimes sometimes it traps us we long for life to be of like like a family then we we long for a family life then it traps us Sometimes people want to escape. You long for a certain job and then it traps us and sometimes people want to escape. If people want to be like rich and famous, the fame will get you or the being rich. Yeah, if you haven't got those certain um, boundaries around you, then in actual fact, it's going to be a trap. And this is where you see like Sam who admires his father, he admires his dad, his great works, his accomplishments and stuff. But Kevin, all he wants to do, like for all those years, all he wanted to do is be with his son. 
He wanted to just spend that time, but he was trapped in his work, trapped in the thing that he created. You know, it's like after being trapped by my work for a week, I just want to chill and relax on the weekend sometimes. And sometimes there's things I still need to go out and I need to do. And so it is with like social norms for us. We want to escape the rat race of work sometimes. And even in before, way before retirement, but some people never get to do that. They, they have to wait for their retirement. And that's the reason like people like to play the lottery or try and find their way out in some kind of way like that. But it, 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 there's no way you have to really get out of it. It's like Shrek and Fiona. Fiona in Shrek, sorry. Shrek in Fiona. Fiona in Shrek. She's trapped in a castle by her parents. But also, when you see that Shrek comes to rescue her, it's also her social norms. So it's the expectation that she has that, you know what, somebody's going to come and rescue me. And so we're here, we have it. You have to put yourself first and try and like escape out of your situation, which Kevin wasn't able to do. But at the same time, you have to think about this because he valued, he was able to value what he had at home before and he valued it when he was trapped. We see that he actually put his son first. He put his son first. He 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 would say, "Oh, natural fact." He saved his life, um, at the end. But we'll get to that point. We see like Kevin is actually worked so hard. He was able to leave a legacy, but the legacy that he actually appreciated wasn't like um the 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 grid. It was when he saw, you saw him sat uh, when they're traveling to get towards this place so they can get out. The thing that I could see that he appreciated more, which was his legacy, was number one, his son. Yeah, and number two, it was Cora. And those are two things that he had a hand in making, but he didn't create himself. Not like he created um, Clue. You know, so we're going to go like into this and say that, you know what? Life is, as my granddad used to say, life is not as you look at it. Sometimes we're always going towards the goal. We're going towards those things, but we're not to get lost in the goal. It's to appreciate it, appreciate the, the, the present, the thing, the place where we're at now. A man sometimes lives in either the past or the future, but it's only by being in the present that we're actually able to appreciate where we are in life. It's a slight bit of meditation that we could do in order to make sure we, we're in the present. That, that, that will just help us a lot if we're able to just do that. And then thinking of the past, it could make you depressed. You know, and there's like, you, if you're always just stop thinking about the past, you're going to be like, in actual fact, I didn't accomplish this or there's things I could have did better or this thing happened to me and it will make you depressed. And then if you're like always thinking about the future and you, you're not attaining the things that you need to attain at the speed you need to attain it, then it will stress you out. But that's where we need to kind of like deal with the things in the present. So like if you're coming from the place where you're getting stressed, once again, you need to just be like base yourself and think about, you know what, in actual fact, I have the people around me that I love people there's enjoyment i need to probably just relax and enjoy and like value the things that we need to value like the outside <laughs> just going outside 
We see this with Cora. Cora was like stuck in the system for her whole life. And she'd never seen the sun. And there's a point where the sunset and she's able to just see the sunset for the first time in her life. Sometimes that's how I feel when I've gone to work, you know. <laughs> it's like I haven't seen the sun ever in my life. And then when I come out, I'm just like, yo, I see the sun. Um, but it's that thing where you want to just get out the rat race. You know, and connect with like natural elements that should be like your family or those people around you. Connect with my like beliefs or just the natural earth. Just connecting. Connecting is such an amazing thing and having that peace of mind and fulfillment. You know, perfection does not exist. So there's no use chasing it. We can't chase perfection. Perfection's not there. It's only through imperfection that we find perfection. What film is it like Solaris? And find that film amazing as well. I might have to do one on that because you see, we find George Clooney in a place where he is trying to like recreate it. Like this, this, the thing, if you don't know the story of Solaris, I'll have to go through it. But basically, it's the recreation of somebody who you love who has probably is not there at the time or has died or something. And you can only like, this phenomenon happens where this person comes out from your memory but you only remember the person a certain way but the person has imperfections and flaws and so there's no use trying to re you can't connect with the person because the person don't ha doesn't have those imperfection and flaws that you would want or not want so it's only through having these imperfections and flaws why we can actually get to the perfection that we need. You know, we, we we always wait for the perfect moment to do stuff, but that's a lie. There's no need to like wait for this perfect, perfect time. There's never a perfect time. There's only now. You know, we need to like, we don't know when we will die. So there's no point in waiting and trying to get something done or trying to do certain things. There's no point. It might as well just not only work, but do the things that need to be done to plug it, unplug from the system. So if you want to work, go ahead and work. If you want to like do certain things, just do whatever you need to do. But don't just be waiting. Don't be like waiting for things. I'm a person like I'm speaking to myself because sometimes I wait for certain things. But I don't take advantage of certain times. There's things that I know I need to do and accomplish. And so there's a time and a place for it. But I also know that there's time where I need to relax, chill and just be with my family. And those are the things that matter the most. Imagine growing up um, a child and the child doesn't know you properly. Because you're always out there working. I understand we need to sacrifice certain things to get to where you want to get to. But there's certain things that are more important than money. Yeah, don't get me wrong. Yeah, money is important. It's probably top list. Yeah, but there's things out there like making sure. Like imagine like if there's certain things I can't teach my child like to say, you know, I love Star Wars. And if I can't have my child sit down and appreciate Star Wars with me, I'm done. You know, and the child might not want to do it, but at least I've tried to show them that way. 
I sit down like with my my family and we sit down and we watch kung fu movies or something like that. That's with family because we that's how we grew up. So I'm like I said to you, you need to input like a legacy. The legacy is not just like yes, you need to leave money. Yes, you need to work hard. Yes, you do. But what is this person? What is this person that you're raising? What are they remembering of you? Are they remembering the good times or are they remembering that like you were always stressed or depressed or you always had things to do? You never had time for them. And when you die, what are they going to say about you? Yes, let's leave though. I need to I need to create more of a legacy to leave behind. Don't get it twisted. And I'm not just talking about like people talking to me or the things that I accomplish. I'm talking about monetary systems and money things that I need to leave behind. But. I'm also thinking about what's people going to say about me when I die. What my family say, what my friends say, am I really the person that I want to be? Did I leave behind that legacy that I wanted to leave? And so here we have it. Tron Legacy is a good film. Go and watch it, y'all. So we've reached the end of our show. Thank you guys once again for listening. Please, please, please leave any questions or feedback on Facebook on Craig Clark King Mindset or Instagram on Craig underscore Clark underscore King underscore Mindset and that's on Instagram please 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 I love your feedback I want to hear from you I want to hear anything you have to say positive or negative watch it on the negative but um yeah please feel free to share this with anybody you feel may need this you'll be doing them a favor and you'll be doing me a favor at the same time See you next time. Peace.